Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Green Mountain Dental Group. We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years and make them their permanent family dentist. Those listeners have personally reached out and let us know how great their experience was and have thanked us for leading them to such a wonderful practice. There's honestly nothing more rewarding than hearing that from our listeners, so please tell us about your experience if you made the switch. If you don't know, Green Mountain Dental Group is in Lakewood and they're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area, as well as extreme Colorado sports fans just like us. So head on over to Green Mountain Dental Group today and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam to get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get amazing odds boosts. I'm your host, joined by freshly shaven, the lovely AJ Hayfley. Finally, I get some lovely up in here. <laughs> Finally. With the shave, you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him after taking care of the face. Avs win. I look like a really big thumb. <laughs> hey don't knock it some people have hairy thumbs all right sometimes you can leave the beard and still be a thumb word Avs <laughs> win eight to four over the anaheim ducks we gotta start we gotta start somewhere else first yeah have to not start with that we have to we have to start with uh, a special shout out today to our guy brad francis who turned 19 today getting old so welcome to being old, our young friend. He's from um, Canada, right? So that means he can drink now. That's right. He's one of our he's one of our guys. So uh wanted to make sure that we uh gave him a special shout out today. So there you go. Happy birthday, Brad. For once a real birthday on the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh I, I should we start with uh the there you go. That super chat there, and thank you for the the previous super chats as well. The Avs king of the game, Nazem Kadri. Probably, oh yeah, we do have the graphic ready. Look at that. I knew what I'm talking about. Four points on the night, six shots on goal. The Avs second line is kind of carrying the mail right now for this team offensively. The puck, uh, the puck's going in for him. Kadri with a tip in goal, as well as a uh, old school slap shot from the top of the circles that finds a way in. Right now, this line is on fire, to say the least. Yeah, they're the top line. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the ones who are producing like crazy right now. Uh, Colorado's top line is producing more akin to a second line. Colorado's second line is producing like a high-end top line right now. Yep. Maybe a mid-tier top line. A non-North Division top line. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, look, I, there's nothing more you could have possibly asked for the Avalanche offensively out of this game. Uh, eight goals, obviously, but they also hit five posts. Uh, the second line we mentioned, the top line, got theirs eventually in this game as well. Miko with a, a bank and goal. McKinnon finally pots a pretty one with a one-timer goal. 
even the bottom six, I mean, Belmar gets the empty netter and it's not like they looked bad, even if they didn't have the great production. So I'd like to see the fourth line beat a goaltender, but I'm you not would net pick an eight four game. Man. Yeah, it, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, I don't, I mean, I guess we should do this conversation in the first period, at least to a certain extent. The Avs can't you start. Play, you can't play again. You can't start them again. You just can't. You can't play again. It's well, through through four games, and obviously I understand what that sounds like through four games. Uh, Hunter Miska had the worst save percentage in Avalanche history. Yep. At eight sixty five. Eight sixty five. It was I don't eight sixty five after tonight. Yeah. And then he gave up four goals on seven shots. Yep, you can't, you can't play for you again. There's no way. It, I just can't I happen, man. Talked about this before, and I was one of the ones that was like reasonably okay with the Evs sitting on Miska and just dealing with it. But it's it's gotten to the point now where you are saying we are willingly losing this game if you play Hunter Miska. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I thought I thought for sure. Tonight was a we are resting Philip Grubauer come hell or high water once they left him in after the second goal. Yep. Because those first two those first two goals are stops. They're by soft. NHL goal they goal. are just soft. Period. It's not like we're nitpicking here. It's not like it's like, oh well, this is happening or that's happening or that's happening. Those are just bad goals. Yep. They're just bad goals. So. You know, the only goal in that period that I'm not going to crush Miska uh, for is the fourth goal, the the penalty shot. Yep. yep, penalty shots people score on, but even the third goal, yeah, defensive breakdown, 100%. I don't think the defense was great tonight, but the dude goes five hole on you. As an NHL goaltender, you can't allow that. You cannot get beat five hole on a standard wrist shot. That is just not a goal that can happen. Yeah. So, I... I, I, we've had this well, conversation before, but the dude's not an NHL goaltender. He's just not. Can, I'm sorry. Let's have let's 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 kind of get through the checklist of the Hunter Metzka talk. Yep. He's not an NHL goaltender. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of talk tonight about like Hunter Metzka is like a young, developing dude's twenty five. You know, give it some time, et cetera, et cetera. We're just going to disagree there. I, uh, at 25 years old, as a goaltender, you're more or less. For you are. Forget the fact that he's 25. One year ago today, he had to settle for an AHL contract, and no and NHL like, team would give him an NHL deal on the surface. The only reason he ended up getting the NHL contract at the end of last year is because the Avs had to. Yep, they had to. They had to give out that contract. So they needed another goaltender. <laughs> look, like he was, a, he was a good, he was a good AHL player for the Eagles last year. He did what he needed to do. You could tell last year he probably was not going to be the guy. But let's be like, let's let's be real. Like he he can help the organization. It's not like Hunter Miska's done with the Avalanche organization. He's still signed for next season. He can be a he can be a solid player. For the for the Colorado Eagles, yeah. um, but is this even as a third goaltender? This hasn't worked. This I had this conversation on Twitter today too. Right now, today, I can confidently say Hunter Miska is a better AHL goaltender than Adam Werner, but his style of play and the scrambly, small goaltender style that he plays just does not function in the NHL. It doesn't work. It, Go watch the last five games he's played in the NHL if you don't believe me. You know, it's funny because it started out, I mean, the L.A. game was fine. Yep. None of us killed him for that game. It was fine. The stuff the stuff that was, the stuff that showed up in these last couple of starts didn't exist in the L.A. game. Yep. Like, he was not, like, super scrambling and panicky. He wasn't getting beat cleanly on non-threatening shots. Like, he was fine in the L.A. game. He was fine in the Arizona game right up until, until the last, the last two, minutes. two minutes. Yeah. Like he he started out totally okay. forgettable. 
Like he had, you know, the Minnesota, you know, he played the one game in Minnesota too, where he gave up four goals, but they gave up 33 shots on goal. And it was, it was a close game. It was an overtime loss. There were, I, there were always shaky moments in those games, right? But shaky moments that you expect out of a third string goaltender, things that yeah, you can live with. Absolutely. And they were competitive in both of those games. And so you're just like, okay, well, you know, this isn't great, but at the end of the day, in his last three starts, you, yes, there are moments where the defense was bad, but the reason you employ a goaltender is to yep. make a save in that exact situation. If, like, if you're relying on completely perfect defense all of the time, you don't need to pay a goaltender, right? Like, it just, it, it just got, it got, these last two starts have just been too bad. They've been, they've been too bad. I mean, like, excessively bad. Like, you just can't, they can't play anymore. And it's not, I, I hate, I hate when you like criticize a player that is deserving of criticism and people want to make it out like it's personal. Like I hate no, Hunter Miska. Yeah, like he's just, he's just not an NHL goaltender and he can't play for you again. The difference in the game today is the fact that Jared Bender was like, look, we were down four to two and we could have scored five goals in that first period. We gave up, we gave up four goals on seven shots, yep. you know, that, <laughs> One of them, one of them is a penalty shot. So okay, he gave up three goals on six shots. It's not any better. It yeah, it's he's got to move well, on. I'll say the he's same thing I him. said the other day. I'm sure Hunter Miska is a great dude. He'll he's a better goaltender than I'll be at anything I ever do. But he's yeah. not an NHL goaltender, right? I mean, and then and that's just reality. It. it it doesn't take a trained set of eyes to look at what Hunter Miska has done in the NHL and say that's bad. Yeah. Look, and you can you can pick it apart and you can go through his game log and blah 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 blah. But it, the the reality of it is is that he has posted in five starts, he has not posted a single nine hundred save percentage game. Yep. Not one. Yep. He had he had the shutout going in Arizona for 58 minutes and then he gives up a bad luck goal and then a brutal like just what awful goal. goal. Yep. So, I'm just I don't know, man. I'm I hate I I hate it. I hate that it's gone this way. I was really really hoping Hunter Miska would be totally serviceable, but this is this is a disaster. Yep. It's it's and not good enough. Well, claiming Anton Forsberg is fine. I have no no bones there. I don't know. I, I I don't know what the rules are and how long he'd have to wait. And I don't know about all that. That would have to be the next step if they if they get the award. But whatever. That's just dude. Yeah, uh, a couple of questions here. Uh, S-Bang asks, Werner an option in the near future? It's the only reason I see for playing Muskin not looking for another goalie or is Frankie around the corner. At this point, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where I don't care. Play Straight Werner up. or go get a goalie or do whatever. Whatever Adam Werner gives you, it can't be worse. It might not be good, but it can't be worse. So do something. Yeah. Uh, Eddie asks, question about the PP is the pass on the blue line during a break in a draw up play or a player decision. It's kind of both. Uh, the way they draw it up is, I mean, obviously yeah, they have the draw you, pass where they drop it back to McKinnon and they, it's like an option play, right? Yeah. There are, himself or he can leave the pass or whatever. Exactly. There are multiple options that they have uh, drawn up as set plays where player decision plays a big role here. Yep. Uh uh, sure. Anton Forsberg is free. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't I'm, I don't want to spend too much more time yeah, on agreed. this god and like I don't we get I, I wanted to get it out of the way in the first Yeah, period. definitely. We can, just, else. we can just move on from it because it also shows the value of having a guy that your team trusts. Yep. Uh because one, I don't know that Gabe Landeskog takes that penalty if hunter if he missed, thinks if, if his goalie can make a save yeah for sure i don't know that i don't know that he does that in the first place um oh you know maybe he gets scored on anyway it doesn't matter but 
just watching watching how the team responded. Yeah, it's um, it's obvious how much more confident they play with Grubauer in that. It just just with the goal. I mean, just with the goalie, they're like, if I make a mistake, I'm not yeah. worried about it. Yeah. You look at the third goal uh, where all three of them are in the corner. It's because they're all desperate to try and get that puck out of there. And so they're all they're they're doing a little puck watching, a little you know, a little Rocket League chase the ball action. <laughs> a whole lot of ball chasing going yeah, on. Yeah, that's what that's what that was. That was that was a bunch of inexperienced three on three Rocket Leaguers just chasing the ball, just driving around chasing the ball. Um, not um, yeah, not it was it was bad. It was really bad defense. But the shot was nothing special, and it should have been stopped. And boy. I mean, you could say that they didn't help him a whole lot on those last two goals, especially. But even then, my goodness. So, anyway, we'll move on from that because I just I don't I don't want to sit here and have like a dunkathon on Hunter Meska. It's not. I feel awful for him. Let, all that said, the Avs won this game in dominant fashion. So let <laughs> it go. Yeah. On that yeah. note, we'll take our first period break. We are, of course, sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, also the official seltzer of DNVR this, these days. I think most of us here at DNVR agree their seltzers might actually be better than their beers because their seltzers are insanely delicious. Like, for alcohol, their seltzers are dangerously delicious. <laughs> like, you're not even sure you're drinking alcohol. That's how good they are. So... Head on over, find your Breck Brew Seltzer at a local place near you. You can use their Breck Beer Locator online to find a store with them near you. And, of course, you can always head on down to the DNVR bar where you can get eight different kinds on tap. Highly recommend you come down and sign up for a membership with us here at DNVR. Of course, you get all of the amazing content from AJ, Evan, all of the other beats as well. And you can get member beers at the DNVR bar, the, the big 22-ouncers. So jump on it. It's worth it. You know, I'm... We're not there yet, but I'm so excited when all this COVID business is finally done and we can pack the DNVR bar with a bunch of members and just go ham, hopefully in time for the Avs playoffs. Yeah, and I won't be I won't be nearly as nervous about coming down and saying hi to everybody in the bar. Right, yeah. Because it's like, I'm happy to like sit up top and like wave at people, but I'm still really nervous about it. Until I get that vaccine. When I get, va- when I get vaccinated, it's... What up? I, I am most likely going to make an irresponsible decision or two <laughs> once the vaccine comes <laughs> yeah so looking forward to those days they're hopefully not that far off we're also I, of I course, like the idea that i look like a that i look like lex luther from smallville i'll take that i think Ooh, i look like a thumb. that's not bad that's not bad actually no i totally see the lex luther uh resemblance there we are also I, sponsored I'm by sorry. aj's Man. new money saver gabby insurance what what was the actual number? I was like three hundred dollars. It saved you. Uh, three hundred and sixty four. Three hundred and sixty four dollars saved yeah. on AJ's insurance thanks to Gabby Insurance. Uh, I someone was posting it in the Slack the other day. Like they could save D line like over a thousand dollars in insurance costs. Dude, <laughs> I saw that. I just wanted to be like, what are you? doing <laughs> so uh eric definitely did something wrong there that's d line co go make fun of him while you can but also check out gabby insurance mm. you're probably over not a month no 364 dollars a year i'm yeah, sorry no. not a month <laughs> I, was, I was not the one screwing up my insurance so badly that was definitely Clear, eric. clearly that's eric so don't be eric Go save yourself a lot of money with Gabby Insurance. They'll set you up. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. They just want to get you the best insurance available for you. Head on over to gabby.com slash DNVR. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash DNVR. And remember, they don't sell your info or anything like that. It's totally free to you to check out their website and see how much money you can save. Again, gabby.com slash DNVR. Be sure to put that DNVR on there. It lets them know we sent you. Yes. Also, congratulations to uh, Blaze and Blaze Jr. Winning the uh, the state championships. I don't know what age division that is. I'm not going to lie. but Kids. You won't see Blaze on the show tonight because he was too busy winning hockey games. Yep. Coaching, coaching, winning players. So, yo, newcomer of the year, shout out. That's definitely Andre Burakovsky. <laughs> he was the actual winner of that award. 
two years <laughs> running, MPJ has lost that award to an Av. So know your place, homie. Hold them L's. I guess yeah. it's this one for the reverse shot. Yeah. <laughs> Is it high school? All right. Well, he's a he's only a freshman, isn't he? So must be nice. We are actually going to do that, Eddie. Yep. We are going to talk about Martin Calvin. We're going to talk a little bit about the Eagles. We're going to talk about should we start with Kautso Teagle or should we start with two goals from Jean-Luc Foodie? Okay. The Jean-Luc Foodie thing is starting to get really interesting. The, the, unsigned, drafted in this most recent draft, wouldn't even yeah. be allowed to play in the AHL in a normal year. Not, it, I mean, he's two years from AHL yeah. eligibility. Is currently the Eagles' second best scorer on the team. Only TJ Tynan has more points. Some context. Uh, the Eagles are terrible. They are and bad. Offensively, they are downright inept. So, some context here. But, nonetheless. Yeah. John Foodie looking good. He looks <laughs> really good, too. Obviously, have not watched tonight's game yet, uh, but have watched uh, a handful of the other ones. Yeah. And I'm going to be up late watching that game tonight. <laughs> that is, yeah. And then Martin Cout with the overtime goal. I mean, perfect night, right? Jean-Luc Foody, Shane Bowers, Nick Henry, Martin Cowles, and then Cowles your goal scores. Yeah. That's what the A is all about, baby. Then Sample Ranta gets a goal taken away in the Big Ten Championship game. Great. Not bad. Not good. Good prospect day on a day where the Avs scored eight goals. And this was after yesterday, or was it Monday, that uh, BC went off with Newhook and uh, Hellison and Ambrosio. So, times is good. You can watch Eagles games by going to AHL.TV. I believe a full season is $70 this year. It's so cheap this year for one team. I just got a thing the other day uh, in the mail for, it was like an advertisement where it's it's on sale again. Yep. It's it's never been more worth it than this year, for sure. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're okay with watching ECHL-caliber teams. Only ECHL-caliber defenses in the Eagles' case. but Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just not great. There's a bunch of dudes on taxi squads around the league, for sure, that has lowered the, the quality level, but it also gives opportunities to Jean-Luc Foody, so let's go. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, don't even bother coming back OHL. Just let Foody stay. Right. Oh yeah, team a single team pass this year is thirty five dollars. Oh, it's that cheap right now. Yeah, go just go buy that. Watching the Eagles is worth it if you have any interest in Amps prospects. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so eight to four, man. Eight to four, and this was with by the end of the game, it was five posts for the Avs. This game could have been twelve to four easily. I don't even I don't even know what to say because it was just like everybody that's in the chat watched the game and knows that the Avs kicked the ever loving shit out of the Ducks tonight. Yep. And were it not for truly porous goaltending, this would be one of their big blowouts of the year. Yep. So honestly, I could just turn this thing over to chat and say what you guys mad about today. All right. Let's hear it, chat. Get mad about something. I'm ready. Yeah, is there is there what what can we nitpick from from this game for you guys? Uh, that's an interesting question from Houston. Are you guys both as fans or just hockey guys? Um, um, hockey guys. Yeah, there's. Uh, look, I started as an Avs fan, and the conversation about being a fan is honestly a very weird one now because I think both AJ and I live in a world where this is our job now, so yeah. we're we're much less of a fan than we used to be when you when you start when you start doing this um you start doing this job and you start you know, it becomes a, a living um to be honest with you the fandom gets chipped away at you start rooting for things certain like things to happen yep. instead of going into every game and being like I want the abs to win go team it's a lot more like I I want to see. There are storylines that are developing. Yeah, the, yeah. I want to see. I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens when Hunter Miska gets a chance in the NHL, you know, after being left for dead by Arizona two years ago. And you know, it's just disappointing. Like, but yeah. Yeah. Like, but you want to know. You want to see what happens on the other side of that. You want to see what happens when Jacob McDonald gets 15 games. 
You know, like you want to know, like you, you just, what we do is we, we, we root for stories. We get into just, we, we like to just talk and obviously we're paid to talk about the avalanche. So that's what we do. But we, we, I mean, Bruno and I both watch the, the, the consumption of hockey, hockey never stops. Like, yeah, like <laughs> tonight leading up to it, if I'm not covering the game in person, I'm watching whatever games are on leading up to the abs game. And if there's a game on after the abs game, then I watch that one. And now that there isn't a game on, I will write. And then depending on how tired I am, I will either watch the Eagles game or not. Here's and I'll watch it tomorrow on the, on an off day. AHL TV, ECHL TV, the entire major junior package, Svensk hockey TV, uh, I can't even remember the name of the one that has the Finnish ones. It's like fanseat.com or something. Yeah. Uh, both the Russian juniors and VHL YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, oh, there's a CBS Sports Network, which has a bunch of the college teams, and CHC TV for Tyler Weiss. The number of, of subscription services I am su- subscribed to strictly for hockey is it's literally like a significant chunk of my income. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie to you. Anytime you don't see me live on this podcast or when an Avs game isn't happening, I have four monitors because three of them have hockey games on them. A lot of the yeah. time, like straight up, like <laughs> it's, it's funny because like, we're, we're like the very definition of like your modern day, like millennial hockey nerd. Oh, totally. 100%. Like, like it's funny because it's like, you'll get the people who are like, did you guys ever play? <laughs> and it's like, it, it honestly doesn't, it, it doesn't matter to me, but it's funny because you it's just like, know a secret chat. I never played. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. And like you won't you 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 will struggle to find people as passionate about the game as the two of us. Yep. So um we're definitely not we're not your like I don't know, played the game for a million years and then just transitioned into some like Blaze is that guy, Evan is that guy. Yep. Those are your very traditional hockey route guys. Rudo and I just sort of stumbled our way through life and there, found and found our. This is where we ended up. So. Since since I've made this my job, funnily enough, there's a quote from Artosis, and this was originally about Starcraft. But he said, "Look, I believe anyone can be a professional caster if they're willing to put the time in. You don't have to play the game at a high level, but if you don't, that means you have to put that much more time into watching and understanding the hockey game." Yeah. So that's what I did. <laughs> like, it, I I didn't know the podcast was going to go this way, but yeah, I mean, it's always it's always interesting when people want to get into our jobs and our yeah, lives and for stuff. sure. But yeah, anyway, um, I'm not about, mad the, about the game tonight. Yeah. Kadri versus Delorier, no bones. Nope. Kadri, I mean, Kadri played it exactly how you want to from the better team, from the team leading. He's willing to get into the mix-up. He gets the two-minute penalty sharing, saying, hey, cut the nonsense out. And then Delorier yeah. tries to extend it, and Kadri says, no, this is this is dumb. I know Kadri I'm the better looks player. Up the scoreboard and is yeah. like, bud. <laughs> we got three more times to play each other this year. Like, I'll see you down the road. Maybe by then I will have figured out who the hell you are. Yeah, that's true. Uh, are we going to start a war in chat over these Ducks jerseys? Because it's a very much love or hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love them. Um, I think it's I think it's great if the uh, uh, if people don't like them, that's cool too. I love that the NHL did something super goofy. Nah, I, I don't like Look, it. Look, I, I mean, it's pretty obvious I only want the OHL to not come back so Foodie stays in the AHL. That's it. That's all it is. I think it's it would be awful for the draft if the OHL does not come back. Yeah. I, we've are, we're already getting questions from people on Twitter about 
this up year's come this year's upcoming draft and the yeah. the question is who the hell knows like, yeah the other day we got a question of who are your guys's favorite mid to late first round prospects for this year's draft and it's like <laughs> i can tell you a couple of guys that i absolutely love yeah in this year's draft you're always gonna have your and demons, I have, but <laughs> i have no idea where they're getting drafted <laughs> i have no idea yeah, it's going to be a tough year. Do not envy the NHL amateur scouts right now. Yeah. So. You can't do. All right. Is that the problem? People on iPhone can't do the super chance. Is that what people were struggling through the other day? I don't know. Sorry, folks. I've Apologies. never tried to. I've never tried to super chat. So I really don't know. You know, how am I feeling about McDonald? Uh, I tweeted. I, I put it on Twitter tonight that. I'm slowly yeah, coming yeah. around on is Jacob McDonald actually good? Because he just he just keeps making good decisions. I I don't know what to say. It's not gonna work if he doesn't start producing points. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Um, I will say that that's true of a lot of guys, though. You're I mean, not wrong. Belmar, Calvert, Jost, Natushkin's um, yep. got to stay. Natushkin, now that he has produced offense, cannot go dormant for another month and then show up again and produce points. Like they need those guys. So they need I, to give the, the bottom six really has to start chipping in, and the defensive depth has to start to chip in just a, a touch. I I don't disagree with what you're saying, but. When you talk about those guys, there's a particular style of play. Belmar, Jost, Nachushkin. These guys are on the ice. They're going to be effective in the defensive zone. That's I'm sorry, but that's not good enough. I I agree with you, but in the case of Jacob McDonald, there is no reliance in the defensive zone on that guy right now. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not too worried about the Dan Renuff and Greg Patterns because they will be gone soon. That sounds mean, but it's just like, yeah, we know that they're getting the abs are getting healthy. Patteron is probably first on the chopping block, and Renouf is right behind him. So yeah, that is what it is. Um, yeah, we we're both wowers right now, Brecton. Yeah, junior. Team. We're not we're not actually in the same guild, but we uh, we rate at the same. We're, we were in the same pseudo group. in the same guild. I just have mythic aspirations that I've given up on at this point, but that's okay. I see. <laughs> uh, favorite uh, we, team name. We, we missed a super chat somewhere. Did we? Apologies. Not the five bucks for the new goalie song. Super chat. Uh, uh, Nomad. From oh, anime. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Are the questions about foodies skills gone, or is it still something to watch for? Which skills? Because the skating and the playmaking were always the intriguing aspects of his game. Yep. Uh, those are those are the things that have shined in the AHL. I don't know. Look, you can't answer questions at pro hockey until players get to pro hockey. And that's the mm -hmm. encouraging part for me is yeah. Foodie is earning an NHL deal at the pro level right now. Definitely. There, there's a big question with Foodie. It's a big question of uh, is is he too unselfish, and can he score? Can he the shooting, and then some hockey IQ concerns. Yep. Tonight certainly helped answer the shooting questions. He, scoring goals. Well, I mean, the more goals you score, the better the the better you start to feel about that, right? Because yep. how many guys do you see score fifteen to twenty goals in the AHL? become five goal guys in the NHL. You know, it just gets harder and harder at every level. So if he starts to really flex um, as a shooter in the AHL, you're really feeling good about the player that you had. And there, let's be honest, there was a reason that Foodie was looked at as a first-round talent who under underperformed last year in his draft season. Um, his... his it's not that far from Bocage, right? Like, yeah, Bocage's shooting is NHL caliber. Foodie's skating is NHL caliber. It, it's Foodie's Foodie skating is high end NHL caliber now. It's the question is, can he build an NHL game around it? Yep. So, playing with pace will not be a problem for that guy. But, woof. Just how good is Sam Gerrard? Top. 20 defensemen in the league, top 30. I was, 
I was going to say certainly top 50. I would say probably right now he's pushing top 30. But definitely top 15, which keep in mind, there are a lot of guys on top pairings across 31 teams. Some guys belong, some guys don't. Some teams are also stacked, you know, that have Sam Gerrard on second pairings when they're healthy, you know, so. I mean, it's a tough question for some guys, right? Like Rasmus Dahlin. The dude is a monster of a hockey player. He doesn't have the offensive production this year. Yeah, is having it, a horrible year. Is it a guy having a down year? Where does he really fall on a good year, on an average year? How much of it is Buffalo being an actual dumpster fire? It's hard to do those rankings, especially when you get outside the top 10. Yeah. But Sam Girard is, is very, very good. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, uh, we just started getting flooded with super chats. That's yeah, a lot of these things. Everyone with full health here. We'll do this one, and then we'll take a break. Uh, we'll get to your other ones after the break. Um, everyone full health. Who are your top six D right now? The top four is very easy. You have Taze, Gerard, probably is you know second pair if you're keeping them together, and then you have Makar and Byram. Byram probably is the number four if you want to do it that way. Byram but, would easily be the fourth guy right now. Let's not pretend he's on the level of those other three. No, yet. He's, he's strictly not. But but he's I would say you he's been better than Graves and yep. worse than those other guys. So he's your clear number four. And the five and six gets murky, right? You say full health, but does full health include include EJ healthy or is EJ yeah. just not coming back? Like if you include EJ, then uh, I have Graves EJ with McDonald at seven. Yeah, I, uh, I think if I don't have EJ, Graves. then it's then I have Graves McDonald uh, and then Rundoff at seven. I mean, and this, you, if Timmons is healthy, I take Timmons over. Yeah, Rudolph. you probably have. I would have Timmons at seven in that case. But yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> even when you say full health, that's not exactly clear what you mean right now because of injuries like EJ who are out long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit tough to answer that in in certain ways. But we can take our second period break there as we are sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. If Hunter Miska starts another game, take the over on the Avs game. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, There are amazing other odds boosts as well. You can bet $4 and win $256 if you bet on any underdog in the March Madness tournament and they win. I know on this podcast we've been heavily cheering against CU, so go go Georgetown just to just to make Allie mad as she produces the show. <laughs> you wanna wanna take your bet there to try and win some money? Highly recommend it. Of course, any other underdog works just as well if you want to make your money. Can we so- make Georgetown our DraftKings pick of the week. There you do. Oh, we should. We should. We'll save that. We'll save that for tomorrow, and we'll make that pick. I'll go look up like the actual odds and everything. <laughs> Head on over. Download the Top Rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Be sure to use promo code DNVR. Let them know we sent you over there. Helps us out a ton when you guys use our code. Again, DNVR. Very simple is the code. Get your chance to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We are also sponsored by MSU Denver Online. If you don't want to go to CU, Maybe MSU Denver Online is the answer for you for a school in Denver. All of their teachers come from the fields that they teach in, so they're great not only at teaching you what you need to do in that field, but they're great networking opportunities as well. So give them a call today, or you can check them out online at MSU Denver, of course. And you can also ask us here at DNVR. I's taking classes there. Allie's taking classes there. Harrison as well. So if you're looking for any insights, feel free to hit us up. We'll be happy to let you know. MSU Denver giving you an opportunity, whether it be your first time or just getting back into classes. Either way, they have an option for you. So check them out today and get back into school while still living your life. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Rudo and AJ here. Thoughts on Graves. Is he a good penalty killer? Yes, he is a good penalty killer. Yep. Um, 
look, the offense hasn't been there right now. There's been some questionable decisions getting made. Yeah, it's been imperfect. Here's the thing with Graves. I struggle. You can't make any real decisions on him until the abs are reasonably healthy again, because right now a lot of his problems are that he's out of his depth. Yeah. uh, Overexposure is a real thing. We saw it in Colorado for years with guys like Nick Holden, where everybody laughed when he got traded and Patrick Waugh said, they just got one of my best defensemen. And everybody took that to mean Patrick Waugh thought Nick Holden was his best defenseman, but realistically Nick Holden was arguably the third best defenseman on that year's defense behind Eric Johnson and Tyson Berry. Yep. And Nick Holden has gone on to have a nice career overexposure in Colorado just happened to be a problem. Um, we're seeing it again with Graves right now. So I want to see what happens when Ryan Graves gets back to playing Bottom with a, pair, 16 a, minutes a night, more reliable yes, partner for sure. 16 to 18 minutes a night and, you know, penalty killing, same same partner on a consistent basis. And it would help him. This isn't really his fault, but it would help him if, if, if he wasn't trying to, like, usher in a rookie all the time. Yeah. There isn't really an option for that unless EJ is uh, healthy. Correct. But... It would help him. It wouldn't hurt. He will be, uh, I think I, I am of the belief he will be fine if they get some health luck on the back end and he gets to settle into a role where he's not being jerked around a lot. Are the Avs contenders again? They never weren't. Next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it reasonable for the Avs? He makes $8.25 million. So Probably no. not. Even, even fully retained, that would be tough for the Avs. Yep. Um, even because they only have like a little, they have like 5.1 million right now with EJ on LTIR. So there's not a lot of flexibility there. Let's go buffs. All right, whatever. Moving on. Am I allowed to get a taste Jersey? If I have a foot Adam foot fetish, all yes. right, we don't, we don't kink shame here. Do what you want. Yeah. Straight up. fam. <laughs> um, are we as hyped on new? <laughs> yes. The are hype you, is off the rails. You on must not be a long-time listener because <laughs> you should have heard us on draft night. Um, <laughs> long-time Alex Newhook fans here, uh, and it's only the hype has only risen. It's it's funny because on draft night we both loved Newhook, but we also both loved Peyton Krebs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. That and that forever, and especially because they're going to go against each other at the top of the West for a few yep. years. Yep. Like it's going to be very interesting to see how Krebs and Newhook potentially end up as their two or three C's to start their careers, respectively. Like it will be, it will be interesting. Um, you will never get me to say a bad word about Peyton Krebs, though. <laughs> it won't happen. <laughs> We do also know his name is Alex on this podcast, by the way, so that helps. Yeah. What did they call him the other day? Joseph? Joseph New. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Haven't really mentioned it much on the show today, but we do have a $50 gift card to the DNVR locker to give away. Can I just say... This is a, this is it's great that somebody uh, wanted to give this away to the community, but whoever wins it, I might recommend patience. There might be more shirts coming, knowing that we have maybe another shirt or two in the works. All I'm that saying, you may or may not like. There's one shirt that uh, there's some hype behind it. Let me just tell you internally, there's a shirt we have coming that people like. Mm. Okay. That's, that's all I'm going to say. So for the $50 gift card, we're going with our king of the game here. Give me in the chat, type nasty with a Z. There you go. From the mouth himself. Working on one right now. 
Give me a nasty in chat. not. Stop, stop hanging out on our YouTube chat and get back to work, Eric. <laughs> slacker. Big slacker. There we go. Couple of nasties coming in. We'll give you guys a little bit of time to get your uh, get your entries in. Be sure you follow us on Twitter as well. Do all those good things so you qualify and can win a fifty dollar gift card to the DNVR locker. Um, I mean AJ, as we're wrapping up, talk about this game. I really wish I had more to say, man. Um, Devon Taves three assists tonight. Yep. And that play that he made, the one-on-three yeah. <laughs> in the high end of the zone right there to, to help create the, the Rantanen goal, all of the things that led up to that goal were insane. The the Devon Taves, Devon Taves twice, and then Landeskog with the, with the toe, just casual toe drag around a guy, and then he cuts to the net, and then he has a great chance on, the re, on his own rebound. He wins the puck on his own rebound and then misses the net. And then ranted in 100%, throws it off the back of Miller's helmet on purpose. Yep. And Ryan Miller's reaction was per- his <laughs> like, this MFR just did this to me again. again. Yep. <laughs> it's the way it goes. And a little <laughs> bit of puck luck. Sam Gerard, of all the guys who needed puck luck, Sam Gerard. The guy who's maybe benefited the most from good shooting percentages this year yeah. outside of Jonas Donskoy. Straight up bets one in. Yeah, <laughs> gets, gets, the, gets the kind of puck luck the Avs have been needing. I will say it's a little I I it's a little validating that a week after you and I were like everybody stopped freaking the hell out. Uh because the way that they're playing right now is spectacular and it's gonna <laughs> lead to goals. And they have, what, 12 goals in their last two games? Yeah, with eight tonight, that makes 12. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, this is this is a lot more of what we were expecting. I mean, not eight goals. The four was more of what we were expecting. Yeah. We knew early on tonight it was probably going to take five or six to get the win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it was, it was good to see the team just break through and get rewarded. Yeah. It- Taves... Best trade, best steal since Wah. Dude, the Matt Duchesne deal is still. Yeah, the thing's I mean, you get Sam Gerard and Bowen Byram out of that thing, and who knows if they ever get anything else, but even if it's just those two. Yeah. Uh, Don't get me wrong. The Taze trade looks great and will continue to be great, but the, the continued impact of the Matt Duchesne trade is. Yeah. I mean, you get two of your top four. We were talking about their top four when healthy. Two of those guys came from the same deal. Yep. The Tabes deal. Uh, and well, and it's not since then. You look at Matt Duchesne's career and it's like. Yep. Somebody uh, somebody on Twitter actually tonight just posted their, their stat lines without any other information. I, uh, it, I posted that like TikTok, TikTok version video. <laughs> it was... Uh, <laughs> I think I think Gerard has more than doubled. Yeah, yep. his scoring it's now. significantly outpacing him. How much is that? Is Nashville maybe some? Eight, but... Look, eight million dollars for what was it? Seven years in Nashville, and now Sam Gerard is on a seven-year deal at five million dollars, and he's uh, he's doubling Matt Duchesne's production. All. It's a little bit of an oh no, a little bit. Oh, boy. All right. Let's give away this $50 gift card. No more entries. We appreciate everybody here in the live chat very, very much. But only one of you can win. Nightbot, here we go. Do your thing. The winner is... Sasha Hoffman. Congratulations. Uh, I don't know if you have Twitter. I'm going to assume you have Twitter. If you're in chat, give me a give me an okay or something. You can DM me on Twitter, Nathan double underscore Rudolph, and I will get you all set up with your gift card. Much appreciated for everyone who entered. Really appreciate all y'all hanging out with us. Imagine rolling into chat and not knowing what's going on, and the whole chat is just filled up with nasty, nasty, nasty. nasty. Like, what the hell is this mean? What is taking over? You can also e- email info at the DNVR. You'll get your stuff faster if you DM me, though. B- 
because I'm currently the only person who knows the code for this gift card in this entire company. So <laughs> definitely not going and buying shirts myself right now. Definitely not at all. All right. Awesome. Congratulations again, Sasha. Let's talk about this. I keep seeing it. Devontae is not getting left unprotected in the expansion draft. No, the no, no way. The only way that happens is if they're like, we're trading you guys a first round pick to not take him. And none of those things should happen. The easy answer, and we have said this a lot of times on the show, and when we get back into expansion draft season, we might just have a... (laughs) Look, I might have to change my Twitter header profile picture again, uh, because right now it's of Martin Kautz expansion status. (laughs) Um, I might have to change it uh, to, to, like, a script. They They are either... Buying out EJ or he waves. Yep. It's and they are protecting Devontae's. That's it. It's that simple. Those are the things that are happening. That is it. Awesome. Glad you're all set up, Sasha. I'll answer you after the show with the code and you should be good to go. Um yeah. I it's that simple. I don't buying out EJ nobody wants to do it. Because EJ's awesome, he's been a long time av. Dude, all of that, but well, and, and and from a business standpoint, you don't want to do it either. Yeah, of course not. He's a quality hockey player, even if he's not worth the six million dollars that he's worth. Um, there's quickly becoming another conversation of do you just leave that guy in LTIR forever? But there, if you give up Eric Johnson, if even if you buy him out. That's $2 million a year for the next four years, or is it six? There's only two years left on that deal after this year, right? Yeah, so it's a four-year buyout. It would be yeah. $2 million per year for, for, for the next four years. An extra $4 so it, million it, could do the ads like, quite a bit, yeah. Look, like it hurts. It's, of course. But you, you just don't have a choice. You're not losing Devontae's. Yeah, it's... The protection list on defense is very, very straightforward for the Avs. There's no bones about it. So, yep, it's it's a very easy conversation. Um, And then, I mean, we talked at the beginning of the year. The guys that we kind of looked at were like Comfort, Graves, Francois. Yep. Funny how that conversation has changed. Because Francois is not in the conversation at all. Ryan Graves sure might have played his way out of it, at least so far. There's still a second half of the season and playoffs. And JT Comfer's trying to play his way out of it. And certainly, if Comfer's a guy that's exposed, they're going to be like, oh, is there anybody else? <laughs> so, so definitely interesting there. I mean, there's still decisions to be made. It, given the cap situation, it's looking more and more like the Evs won't be able to protect Brandon Saad, so that's not really a conversation. Yeah, and I wouldn't use a protection spot on him anyway, uh, but I would definitely try and sign him in free agency. I mean, they they will know by the time they have to send their expansion list what the number is for Saad. Yep. And kind of they'll know they'll know Landeskog's situation, they'll know Saad's situation, the Makar situation will be more fluid, um, but yeah, I mean, look, if Seattle takes O'Connor, that sucks. That sucks for Colorado, but not that much. Agreed. It, like, Martin Cow takes that job immediately, and you're just like, oh. And given the way play has gone this year, you're probably protecting Don Scoy plus one on the forward core. Yeah. The only reason you would expose Don Scoy would just be because you're trying to entice them to take the money off of their, yep. off your hands. So. Yep. So you have this conversation about Val Nachushkin and Tyson Jost, basically. Yeah. How how thorough of a beatdown was it that we have talked almost not right. all about I, this game? We're like dicking around talking about the expansion draft and shit. Like, it, it, if Hunter Miska didn't start this game, it's eight to two, and there's nothing to talk about. Like, yeah, definitely, it's not. It's not close. So, this is these are these are the wins that the fan base that doesn't necessarily agree with us wanted to see, right? They wanted to see the Avs dominate teams. That's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Just uh, like, if you're going to, Oh, 
all those shots on goal don't matter. I mean, well, they need to produce better shots on goal. I mean, look at the Sam Gerrard goal tonight. Yep. He's in the corner and he throws a puck. He throws a puck at the net and just bounces off a guy's body and into the net. I mean, that, that's just stuff that happens. So, yep. you know, and it, it was stuff that wasn't happening for them. But it was like, look, if they continue to dominate in shots on goal differential and uh, the the difference is in quality of chances, like, look, the abs are always going to say we can play better and we can produce more quality and more of this and more of that. You, They're always going to say that. But realistically, you could not ask them to continue to, to, to play that much better yep. than they were. Now, tonight was just a combination of they played really well and, look, they played a backup goaltender the next time that you have an urge to be like, oh, why do they make every backup goaltender look like a Vesna winner? Remember that they have put 11 goals on Ryan Miller in his last two outings? So, they did a good job in this game. They did a great job in this game. I mean, they... They were down 4-2, and they could have packed it in, and instead they got mad, they jammed their foot on the gas, and they went out and they absolutely smoked Anaheim, who was 2-0-2 against the Avs coming into this game. Yep. Now Colorado is 3-1-1 because records are funny like that. (laughs) (laughs) That easy. Yeah, head-to-head records are so goofy when it comes into the NHL. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I believe we have a couple of graphics. We talked about yeah, the uh, yeah, 12, I did uh, want to big home stand yep. um, that they are on. They are finishing up this week, a nine-game homestand. If we could get that up there, yep. there check go. out this homestand. 5-1-1 one, and one on the homestand now. The only points they gave, they've, they lost were the one point to Anaheim in the, the first Hunter Miska game. I think this one might be remembered more than the first one. Yep. And then the next game was that Arizona scored three goals on 14 shots, all of which were deflections. <laughs> yep. All of all of which were deflections directly off of Avalanche players. Yep. So that's the home that's the homestand right now. And look, Minnesota, Minnesota won again today. They are at the same number of games played. Uh they are one point ahead of the Avalanche in the standings. They have an identical goal differential. Yep. And the Minnesota Wild are on a five-game winning streak. The Avalanche are on a four-game winning streak. And in the last ten, they are both 7-2-1. and one. The Avs are 2-1-1 one, and one in the series against the Wild coming up. So this is a very, very important two-game series coming up. Yep. If the Avs, now, go ahead. Sorry. If the Avs take both of these upcoming games, uh, the separation of them being one of the top two teams in the division quickly becomes a gap. To be honest, I mean, you look at, so look at where Colorado was a week ago when everybody was flipping out about how they were in sixth place in the standings that night. And now you look at where the abs are. They are now eight points ahead of Los Angeles and Arizona. They still have two games in hand on Arizona. Yeah. They're, comfortably in the playoffs. Yeah. They're 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 even 3 points ahead of St. Louis who they whom they also have a game in hand on right now. Yep. So, like they're in a good spot here two two wins against Minnesota, that's big. That 16 game stretch that we talked about between uh Vegas games, they've only got four left and they're not It was that off to far. a rocky start. Yeah. But they're rolling now. They're can what? We, can we talk yeah, bring that back up. <laughs> I wanted to count. <laughs> so it's three losses, an OT loss, and then is that eight? Yeah, eight wins. So they're eight, three, and one. Right. Yeah, we said twelve and four was the expectation yep. for that for that sixteen game stretch. Twelve and four. So yep. hey, look, uh, if they if they win all four of these games, and I'm not going to say that they're I, I that they will or that I even expect that, but. If they win all four of those games, they go 12-3-1, and one, and I don't they know. Did. I get to feel good about myself for they a day. I don't thing. know. <laughs> Certainly, we've talked about the separation already happening. If they mm-hmm. rattle off these next four wins, I mean, it's over. The Avs, they're right now, what? After tonight's win, they'll be more than 91% chance to make the playoffs. 
Yeah. That's what they were yesterday. Um, I was looking at Michael's model today, and there was like a 25% chance that they go to the cup finals. Pretty good. And I, and I was like, oh. And that assumes that's that, of course, assumes two rounds of playing against Western Division teams. Yeah. Um, the only team that had higher odds was Vegas, and I think it was I think they were at like twenty eight percent, so they're right there with them. So, um, less. yeah, what was yeah. good? The big the big thing is is that this it's it was a slower start than we expected, but even then, um, the COVID pause I think played a major role. Because they were they were really looking at getting on a roll right before the pause. Yep. Despite the injuries. Yep. And then they're on that roll now. Yep. I mean, seven, two, and one in their last ten. That covers even the horror that was last week. Yep. It's the team is good. I don't know I don't know how else to put it. And you know, already I'm sure everyone here already knows, but Byram and Confer expected to be back Thursday at this point. They're starting to get healthy too. I think, you know, I'd Yeah, I mean, look, you get Bowen Byram, you get JT Confer back. Um Dan Renuff comes out of your lineup, or Greg Patteron comes out of your lineup yeah. for sure. Um JT Confer, I still think it's gotta be Belmar. Uh, we'll see what happens. We're all expecting it to be LOC. You have a conversation about the fact that your bottom six isn't scoring. Maybe JT Confer helps it. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. You see when he gets back. But further down the line, Kale McCarr practicing with the team again. (laughs) Kale McCarr, okay, so the strange thing here, okay? Kale McCarr is skating with the team in a regular jersey. still no timeline, yeah. Is this a concussion? I, I, that was my suspicion. Is that, isn't this, is it, doesn't, does it not have every single fingerprint of a concussion? Yeah. No timeline. He'll be back when he's back, kind of theory. When when media people like just random, wildly speculate, oh, this guy might have a concussion. (laughs) But like, does the way that he's been treated, it just, right. Concussion. Yeah. He disappears after a game in which nobody can figure out that we, you and I went through every shift of that game. And could not find a single thing. Yep. Like, could not find anything in that game that that said injury, right? And then he comes back, and he's skating with the team on some days. He's taking days off on other days. What other injury do you treat in that way? He comes back. He skates in a regular jersey today at morning skate. Yep. A regular jersey. Instead of in a red non-contact, so he can take contact. What other injury do you treat in this this bizarre a manner? Yeah, it's it's it, weird. I it just it has all the fingerprints of a concussion. Yep, it really does. I, I, of course, we'll likely never know officially, but sure feels like one. Um, so I'm to me to me it just yeah. And I think that they're being careful with it because he's Kale McCarr and that's what you do. Yep. Um, but it's, I mean, Comfort, Comfort and Byron are going to get medically cleared tomorrow and then they're ready to go for Thursday. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much those guys can help the team. Like realistically, how much better do these guys get? What are you going to ask them? <laughs> you're going to ask them. You're going to ask them to come in and be the exact. The, hey, just keep, just keep rolling. You know. Yep. Because that tonight, <laughs> twelve to five in high danger chances, thirty-three to ten in scoring chances, sixty-four to twenty-five in five-on-five shots, a shot attempts, not even shots on goal. Shot attempts. It was 30 to 14 shots on goal at five on five. Shut your face. That's doubling, so stupid. Doubling teams up has been the norm for the, right? for the last four games. Embarrassing teams has been the norm. Yep. So. The Kings the Kings were so embarrassed after their first game, a bunch of them faked illness so that they <laughs> when it came when it came out that they were all sick the day after that game. Yeah, they got the they got you know how the first year of Vegas it was the Vegas flu. Teams now have the Avalanche flu <laughs> because they give them such a thorough beating that they all start to second guess themselves. 
should I be in the NHL? Should I continue playing hockey? <laughs> Not if I have to play the Avs every night. That's right. <laughs> I kid. Right. I've been whooping ass. He right. On that note, we're going to get out of here for the night. We're over an hour on the podcast. So thank you, everyone watching, listening, however you consume. Highly recommend you do check it out on YouTube where you can like and subscribe the video. That helps us out a ton. But if not, of course, if you're a next day work to drive to work listener, you can always check out the podcast format as well. Either way, we love y'all. Yeah, post-game content to get to. I'm sure AJ's got stuff. Evan's got stuff. I got to go clip 12 goals and talk about them. So. <laughs> thank you guys appreciate y'all a ton hope to see y'all tomorrow one o'clock we'll be doing a show on something i don't know we'll see you there